was still in Rumspringer, a running around time sanctioned by the people. The old church is where I belong, with my bow. Dear Dad and Mama don't realize I've already decided against embracing their faith. Caleb and I would stand no chance if I were to be baptized into the new order. How can I think of doing so when marrying him is my very best hope for happiness? Nellie Mae Fisher loaded her newly baked goods onto the long sleigh and covered them with a lightweight tarp. She slipped her outer bonnet over her cap and breathed lightly as she pulled the sleigh through the backyard toward the bakery shop behind her father's farmhouse. The January air was frosty, and she pushed the woolen scarf into place to protect her nose. The expanse of land beyond Nellie's simple sweets lay buried beneath a blanket of snow, the unfruitful cornfield of last summer, now white and perfect as any neighboring field. Our first Christmas and New Year's, without Susie, Nellie May thought, and sighed. Thinking of Susie, Nellie realized she hadn't followed through with her hope to find out more about what had happened the day her sister had drowned. Even though the busy days of Christmas had come and gone, she'd had no desire to go in search of Zack and Christian Yoder, two Mennonite brothers who had befriended Susie. Nevertheless, she was still quite curious to talk to anyone who'd been with her sister on that terrible June day. Reaching the shop, Nellie opened the door and began unloading the day's supply of goodies. Immediately, though, she sensed something amiss in the snug shop— when she moved behind the counter, there was 19-year-old Nan crouched with her best friend, Rebecca Yoder, Caleb's older sister. They rose, streaks of tears on each girl's face, and Nan quickly sputtered, "'Ach, but it's just so unfair.' Confused, Ellie asked, "'What is?' Oh, "'Rebecca's father. Well,' Nan glanced at her friend, who was clearly as upset as she. Instantly, Nellie knew why the pair had been hiding." Rebecca dabbed her face with a handkerchief. "'I'm not supposed to be here,' she admitted, and sighed loudly. Oh, "'What with the split between the people? My father's not in favor of certain friendships.' Unable to divulge her similar predicament with Rebecca's own brother, Nellie simply nodded. Nan groaned. "'Oh, I don't understand why this has to be. Even the bishop said no one's to be shunned for following preacher Manny on the new church.' Rebecca's face was taut with worry. "'Well, you don't know my father, then,' she said. "'He'll shun if he wants to.' Nellie's spirits sank like a fallen cake. "'Come.' Nan reached for Rebecca's hand and led her toward the door. Nellie watched them go, not knowing who had her sympathy more. Nan and Rebecca, who were most likely scheming about future ways to visit, or her beau, Caleb." She turned on the gas-run space heater in the far corner and then removed her coat, scarf, and mittens. Rubbing her hands together, she waited for heat to fill the place. As she did, she walked to the window and stared out at the wintry landscape. Why didn't Caleb send word during Christmas? Nellie wondered. How much longer till he gets his father to see the light? Deep within her, she feared Caleb's longing for his birthright was too strong. One hundred acres of fine farmland was nothing to sneeze at, and his father's land was ever so important to him. To her as well, for it would provide for them and their future children. He had worried something awful about this when they'd met unexpectedly at the millstream. 
their last time together three weeks ago. She'd heard in his voice then the hunger for his inheritance. Soon she would know where things stood. After all, Caleb was a man of his word. He'd asked her to marry him, and she had happily agreed. But that was before his father had demanded they part ways. Why should David Yoder keep Rebecca und Nan apart, too? Turning, Nellie took visual inventory of her baked goods, an ample supply of cookies, cakes, pies, and sticky buns. The bleak reality was that there had been few customers willing to brave the temperatures this week. She thought of asking Dat if she ought to close up during the coldest weeks, as some shops did in Intercourse Village. Yet Nellie had hesitated to ask. Her family needed the extra income from the bakery more than ever this year due to last summer's drought. Right now, we look as good as closed, she murmured, eyeing the empty road. It wasn't merely...